Welcome back to another edition of the Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by Penalty Box Radio. And today we have a very special guest for you. And if you've lived under a rock, I feel sorry because you've probably seen none of her work before. She dates back to EP Daily, Reviews on the Run, Xbox All for One. And you got to mix in a bit of baseball content here and there. Heads Up Daily, Squad. Now she's the host of Digital Sports Center at TSN. Like I said, if you've lived under a rock, you're missing out. We have the lovely Marissa Roberto on the line with us. Marissa, how are you? Welcome to the pod. Best of Matt, you excluded the fact that you and I also hosted a show together. Like, you know, I, we have history, man. I know. I didn't want to make this about me, though. This is, this is your time to shine on our show here. No, I want, I want to focus it back on you, the host. <laughs> Best of Matt, are you still into esports? I need to know about your life. We haven't discussed esports betting in a minute. It's been a He's long so time. He's so humble. It's, I remember when we hosted that week of esports, I was like, this is like the most easy week of my life and it wasn't because the job was easy it was because like I was able to bump off you bump off for other co-hosts I was like okay so this is what it's like to be part of a really good production team right now I understand this yeah yeah it was fun it was a lot of uh, improv there too which is yeah. great but just getting to talk about video games and you know your love for like I it just it's when you can make your hobby a yeah. job in some way and you can find joy in it every day I mean that's the goal right so yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just love to have you I, I loved having you as a co-host that Thank was so you. much fun it was, um, it was a blast. Yeah, it was. It was a different time in our lives, for sure. It was. And now we're all doing adult things and sadly <laughs> not talking about <laughs> not really. at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> you were <heard it> right. <laughs> I have, like, Spider-Man over this corner. Yeah. Uh, Parker and Happy you. Gilmore. Like, it's all, it's all not adulty, I guess. Um, well, well, Matt, on that note, I remember when you got the gig and uh, at the time, because I'm not into esports all that much. <laughs> I'll admit it. But I remember, though, Matt was super stoked because he said he was working with you, Marissa. And he's like, she's like probably one of the biggest faces in esports. And now it's come full circle. And now we're working together at TSN. And so now um, how has that change been for you going from esports to sports? But still, you know, your love for video games and doing that stuff on the side as well. And also staying involved in esports and bringing that aspect over to TSN. Yeah, well, as you know, uh, Christian, it's been a little bit of a, a struggle just getting more esports content within the sports stuff. Like, it's tough to uh, convince a very heavy sports audience to take esports seriously. Like, I, I find in the comments, it's like, this isn't a sport. Like, listen, <laughs> make the name esports up. A lot of us think it's just competitive gaming. We don't, like, some of the athletes even don't want to be called athletes. Like, we get it. We understand. But if we can just, like, get rid of it. Don't think of the name at all. I promise you, you'll enjoy it because you can see that these guys are really competing. They really are. Like they, they live in houses together. Yeah. Um, they train depending on the scene. Like you can get into really anything. I feel like there's a window for anybody to get into esports of any kind, right? There's just so many different varieties of it. You don't have to look at like Dota or League of Legends and think, okay, well, this isn't for me. I get it. Listen, it's hard for me to watch those esports too. Like there are just, there are some games that you, it's tough to get into, but with the transition to sports, like it was wild. Um, our boss DK just DM'd me on Twitter, which I highly recommend if anybody is, you know, freelance. I always recommend keeping your DMs open on Twitter. Sometimes you get things you don't want to see in there. <laughs> I don't know. even want to ask. <laughs> yeah. Alone. Yeah, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> so, no, it's just funny because I always tell the story of like how, because uh, I work in different esports scenes. So there's different audiences within each scene. So like when you're working in a Rocket League scene, that's very G-rated. There's a lot of kids and like all this stuff is very 
G. Like there's no swearing. There's no any weird things in your DMs. But then I go to something like Call of Duty and uh, usually following one of those events, I'll get interesting things in my DMs. And they're sneaky. <laughs> these guys are, these fans are sneaky. Like they'll trick you into thinking, oh, this is just a fan. Like you came up to me and you said hi. And you're like, thanks so much. It was great meeting you. Like that's the message. And they send an image. So you uh, think mm. it's going to be oh, a photo no. that you... Oh <laughs> you look at them and you open the image and it's not that it's, it's not that um so you know just fun little surprises there but this one from dk was not, was a very above board uh dm <laughs> like transition to dk from this um, uh, it was a very above board just asking if i would be interested in taking a phone call and i thought it was going to be about esports for tsn so when I got on the call, he um, had asked me if I was still interested in covering sports. Like, yeah, for sure. I actually used to internet TSN like 10 years ago, writing copy for SportsCenter. You know, on I was the at the time. So yeah, they gave me like baseball and uh, soccer, like the games that no one else on the row wanted to do. But um, no, it was good. Like it was a really great learning experience for me. Um, just kind of gravitated toward video games after that. But I had always been following sports. Obviously, I'm a huge baseball fan. Um, and just kind of wanted to get back into it. Didn't really know how, but uh, this is a perfect transition and way for me to do it because the show itself that I host is the exact kind of show that I would want to watch every single day to get the, the sports news that I need. So, um, plus there's like fun, there's like memes in there. There's making fun of athletes. Like, it's just like the good stuff kids go for, you know, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. stuff that I like to see. Yeah. So, uh, it's been a great a transition only because uh, the team itself, like Christian can speak to this, but um, they, they're such talented, hardworking dudes and girls. Like they, I've never seen a team so dedicated to creating incredible content every single day and they work their butts off for it. So it's kind of inspiring for me, for sure. Um, I realize that I'm not as quick as everyone else. Like these guys are just firing off stories like nothing. Like they just got it. Christian's so good at just like, everything he does so um it's been yeah it's been a really good learning experience for me and um i'm just happy to be part of the team for sure so we're trying to get more esports and video game stuff in um slowly slowly we'll see how it goes though but the bridge is there it's starting to be built what would you say is the hardest challenge in getting a typical sports fan to ingest esports i still think that the biggest problem esports has ever had was calling it esports like yeah. putting sports there is the worst tag they could have done. I understand the E and I'm over the whole like little E, big E, big S, little S kind of debacle there. If they care, they care. If they don't, they don't. But what is the biggest thing in trying to get that traditional sports audience over into an esports audience? Um, it's just getting them to not think it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, like getting them to take it seriously. Like not that it's not just for kids. Like, oh, this is just, this is stupid. Like just playing video games. Like they're just in their basements playing video games. Like actually, no, gaming has evolved a lot since whenever it was that you played video games. So I understand it's, it's with any, like anything. If it's not within that person's bubble of their life, mm -hmm. they don't want to understand it because it doesn't yeah. appeal to them in some way. So um, it really helps when they have kids and their kids are into something like Rocket League and they see that they're in their rooms all day, just like playing Fortnite or whatever it is. And they're starting to follow these streamers and they're getting involved with whatever it is. I, I meet a lot of parents, especially at Rocket League events, um, just learning esports for the first time and taking it all in and seeing this big crowd of people and, and just the attention that they pay on the screen that they've never seen something like this before. Like it's, it's that. I feel like it's going to be the kids. It's going to be yeah. kids now that are getting their parents involved. And I think that might be the only 
way to make this a real thing. I'm, I'm trying to integrate new stories that I feel like people would be kind of interested in. Like people know names like Dr. Disrespect or yeah. Shroud. Sometimes people know Shroud, even though more Canadians should know Shroud. Yeah. Um, just names like that, like Ninja. So you can kind of like tie it together being like, look, see how much this guy's making? Do, do you see what this guy, the, the numbers this guy's pulling in? This is not something to be ignored. And I know that people just see it as like a niche. It's just a niche thing. But like niche things still get a lot of love here in Canada. Like, I mean, we can still consider CFL an, a niche thing, yeah. but so many Canadians, especially Western Canadians, love it. And they pull in huge audiences. So there's still a potential for us to reach more, I think, here in Canada. We just need to talk about it more and, and help people understand that this isn't just for children in like basement dwellers. <laughs> As I, I said, think the, a nice little basement, right? yeah. uh-huh. the main argument I always go towards, I think Ninja said something like, if you want to watch someone at the height of their craft or someone who spends so much time playing and, and really you're watching somebody who is better than most people, you, you see them do things that, that other people can't do. That's basically like an athlete. So I always look to that. It's like, well, these guys are doing it at an elite level, just like athletes are. And if you can take that into consideration, then maybe you can open your mind to it a little bit. I agree. And like, you're seeing so many different athletes now, athletes, athletes playing. Yeah. Games. That's what they spend their quarantine doing. Like Mitch Marner was crushing his streams. Um, <laughs> yeah. so you're seeing all these different guys kind of come on board that way. And I feel like athletes, because they have so much clout, because they have so much influence, um, maybe they'll be able to bring in their audience a little bit more as well. At least, I don't know, some, some guys, some guys out there will come around maybe playing Warzone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's take a step. Oh, go ahead, Christian. I was gonna say, video games are tiring. I like you need the like you need to have like strong mentality going into that with the mental like just sitting there and gaming because it's easy, yes, to get very carried away, but it's also like it takes a toll on you. I've given up playing NHL because it's just too much work. I switched <laughs> over to just FIFA and driving games and GTA, just the mindless stuff that are just you know relaxing but some of these other things it is crazy and like yeah. matt said too before and he's told me in the past like if you go to one of these events like at scotia bank you know like you'll see the complete difference of what it is and like you're t- saying with the cfl like i've only grown up going to argos games and everyone in toronto knows that it's kind of a joke but then i got the, the opportunity to go to saskatchewan for a game for work and it was the first game at the new stadium and it is honestly nfl vibes but friendlier it was winnipeg <laughs> and saskatchewan and i expected so much like shit talking during the pregame and everyone's literally like arm in arm like yeah let's have a good time nfl yeah there are some of the feds like that but it's not all friendly but this that going to like a Saskatch- game in saskatchewan it, it gives you a whole new look on it and i think that yeah if i were to go to actually one of these events i'd be like holy crap this is what I should have got into. Yeah, I mean, it, it just depends on the game, right? It just depends yeah. on, like, also the crowd as well. Like, I took Daniel, I took DZ to Call of Duty event in L.A., and he was just like, okay, so here's the thing. Like, because he, I like how he's a very straight shooter with me. Like, he doesn't he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He's just like, and he loves video games. He plays them all the time, but he's never been into esports. Just watching it, thinking, okay, but Marissa, do you see how, like, every, but everyone is still, like, no one's watching them playing on the stage. They're still all looking up at the screens. I'm like, well, yeah, that's just how this works. He's like, yeah, but see, like, when you go to a sporting event, you're not doing that. You're looking down at the action. Like, sure, so that's, like, the big difference here, that we could all just be sitting at home watching on the screens, but you go for the atmosphere, right? You go for, like, the camaraderie with everyone else that loves the same things that you do. Yeah, it's the whole experience of, like, the whole viewing party thing. I remember when I was covering Worlds, 
when we stopped at Madison Square Garden, I was like, this is nuts. And there's like people in the nosebleeds in the 500s there, whatever it is, at the very back. And they're just their painted faces and everything going wild. Then you go to LA for Worlds too. And then it's the same thing, but twice as hard because all the people are paying twice as much for tickets. So they're twice as much into it. It's actually insane. Like it's an event like that, even group stage for League of Legends is louder than like a Leafs playoff game, which feels really dirty to say, but I mean, it's the way it is. <laughs> like these people care more about that team than anyone in that, uh, at the Scotiabank Center arena or whatever it's called now. Like it's the esports oh, atmosphere is nuts. You can only hear the people in Platinum. Oh, you mean the people who are eating their nice salads and just clapping yeah, very I nicely. Yeah, get a yeah. The sushi and the Platinum. Oh. And the uh, sandwiches, the, ro the roast beef sandwiches, don't forget. Oh, the roast beef sandwiches in like the 100 club at the top are unbelievable. Those are Matt, the best. Matt probably tried every food item on the menu at the <laughs> Bank and Rogers hey, Center. I like to call myself an arena food connoisseur, thank you. And I will <laughs> he also smuggles everything. in Sour Patch Kids and cookies. So. And I've been known to take people's popcorn when they're not eating it and they leave it for a couple of things. <laughs> Christian can vouch for that one. Hey, you're allowed to bring in your own snacks, okay? Isn't this you are. Cool? Yeah, so it's okay. He's not smuggling anything in. I've smuggled in other things that I shouldn't talk about, so whatever. <laughs> to, enhance no, the game, to enhance the <laughs> game experience. <laughs> um, I want to take a step back into your career. What made you initially get into esports? Because it's safe to say that you're one of the pioneers of esports and gaming in Canada. Like, how did you even get into that? Oh gosh, that's not true. <laughs> like, that's not true. It is. I know, that's very sweet of you to say. I just feel like I am, I was, I always felt lucky to be a part of anything, really. Like, I feel like being grateful is very important in, in any industry that you're in, especially if it's something that you, you're doing something that you love. So, um, I had left EP Daily because um, G4 Canada was no longer a thing. And I was living in Vancouver hosting that show. And I had just like, I felt like, oh my gosh, that was it. I literally put all my eggs in this basket, like didn't work on my own personal so socials, didn't post anything on, on YouTube anymore when I got this job. It was like, that was it. I was going all in uh, with Vic and EP Daily and Reason the Run because I loved it. Like I was getting paid to review video games. Like how blessed is that? And that's the thing too. I miss playing all, like, uh, all of these games. I just got to play them constantly. It was incredible. Um, and playing new games and meeting developers and traveling places and like going to different dev studios like it was a scene I loved every second of it so when that basket broke all the excel like well what like now what <laughs> like now, yeah. now what I'm gonna go back I went back to Toronto um and, and I went back to this thing I went back to um I was a cocktail waitress at their Canada Center when it was their Canada Center and uh that's how I got to uh watch all the Raptors games all the Leafs games from Platinum because I was just like right there taking it all in which is cool and then from there I got um Xbox Canada had reached out because they're starting a community show wondering if I'd be interested because they knew that I was uh, avid on Xbox for sure and um then I also got somebody because you meet people in the industry right so because of all the hands that you've well, I guess you can't shake hands anymore. Well, you know, people now I'm like, we have to have a different language now in COVID times. But um, because, you know, I met all these amazing people. There are some people that were getting into esports. So um, there's a gentleman named Carl who Matt, you met because he started yeah. the show that we were on together. Um, he was putting on an esports event for a company called Northern Arena and he did a host. And I, he asked me if I knew anything about CSGO. I was like, listen, I'm not a PC gamer. No, I don't, I don't play CSGO. So this is going to be a stretch for me. He's like, okay, we'll come and check it out and give it a try. Um, so I just studied, like I just, I studied all the teams, all the players. Um, and that was my first experience at a fan expo hosting 
this esports event for the first time. And they were these were like legitimate teams. Like Cloud9 was there. Like yeah. they, you know what I mean? Like these were like the real deal CSGO players that I was just meeting for the first time. Not only them, but the casters as well. So uh, they were really sweet. They helped me out a lot. And I had this realization when one of the uh, players, I think it was he was with Heroic. He was just like, he's like, do you know who, do you even know who I am? I was like, I mean, well, do you even know who I am? <laughs> like, wait, yeah. wait, hold on. We're like, wait, we just had a uh, back and forth. It was pretty funny. And I was just like, do you guys know who like Greg Miller is? Do you know who Victor Lucas is? Like I'm asking legitimate. I was like mind blown that nobody in the esports community knew anything about mainstream gaming community. Like these, these are completely separate yeah. places. So, it was a it was a huge like eye opener learning experience for me. Um, and from there, I just did my best to respect every single game, every single bubble that I was stepping into because I knew that within these bubbles, like Clash Clash Royale is not going to know anything about CS:GO and vice versa. Like you're not going to these these scenes do not intersect. Even with PUBG, when I did that as well, like you have to devote your time to learning about each and every single bubble, and it's not just like one all encompassing esports. Or video games like because you know what you got it like you don't that's not the case here yeah. so um that that was basically it just like a huge eye-opener learning experience and that's how i got into esports and i loved it like i there's just something about uh being around people who love doing what they do yeah because they they are so honest and genuine and they love sharing with you and that's it but there's no there's not as much gatekeeping there and a lot of people think like because you're a girl because whatever like you know people are going to judge you and they do like I, I still live in twitch chat when I'm hosting an event which I know I should not do because that just completely messes you up uh -huh. it messes you up but the people that are around you uh are kind and they're welcoming there and they're just there to share their love for something with you and so because of that you learn a little more easily I think it's easier to step into the pool which is like jumping into the deep end you know yeah, you were saying too about like living in Twitch chat. It actually reminds me uh, when Facebook Live first came out, we were experimenting it with this company I was working with. And I was sitting down on a chair doing like a report while someone was filming me. And the first thing I ever saw, and this was my lesson to never look at chat again when hosting an <laughs> event or doing anything. The first thing I saw was, hey, dude, nice thunder thighs. And I was like, oh, we're done with this. Oh my God. I was like, we're just going to stop looking at chat now. Uh, and I'm just going to continue doing these reports standing. Geez. Like I not, just remember they're just remember they're watching you. So yeah, you'll get like those people in every shape of the word though. Like you'll get them in traditional sports, you'll get them in esports. I yeah. mean a troll's a troll. It's just like huh, okay. I, I remember I think the one of the first bar down um quizzes we did, and I was in it and I, <laughs> I already I know looked where this at is the, going. Yeah, I, I won that one. I won the first one, whatever, <laughs> but I looked at the comments and it was just a bash fest of Luca, Sam, everybody. Yeah. And I was just my heart dropped because I was reading these comments and they were just making fun of the way we looked, the way we whatever. And I'm like, I can't look at this anymore. Like it's just yeah. but then after a while, everyone becomes so like normal to people. Yeah. I guess it's like if you're watching The Bachelor for the first time, you hate everybody. I've never watched Bachelor, but I'm just an example. Uh, <laughs> you can admit it, Nick. It's fine. Like, yeah. yeah, no. I'm just, uh, I watched The Challenge. It's way better, by the way. But whatever. <laughs> I watched Brother for the first time last night. But no, but like, then people are starting to be nicer to you as they get to know you. But that first thing, like all the trolls, I was like, oh my God. I was like looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, am I, am I like this? Like, is this how I look? <laughs> like DZ was like, just don't look at that. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, we're having fun, blah, blah. And that, that's what really, like, because he's a great guy. He's just like, and it made me just think, like, let's just focus on 
the positive and, and not yeah. that kind of stuff. Don't, the comments mean, mean nothing. It's hard I've, sometimes. I've, I think I've only, I've only been in like three of them, but I've only looked at the comments once. And it, <laughs> thankfully, it was like a year in to the quizzes so it wasn't a bash fest and the comments probably the stars, i mean Je- Je- jesse still ends up turning into a bash fest into the he comments does. sometimes but yeah. that's jesse when you have sixty thousand followers or whatever he has it's gonna happen yeah but the thing is that i i love reddit i love living in the comments i think the comments could be like you never know you might just have a chirp in there that is just so good you can't help but yeah. laugh like yeah, I, yeah. i'm a big yeah. Um, advocate for living in the comments. I know I get in trouble for that a little bit. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I yeah, Marissa's a warrior. <laughs> I've seen her battle some some crazy battles in the comments. Yes, on TSN's uh, post sometimes, especially when it comes to like WNBA, when it comes to social justice issues, when it comes to things like that, there's always idiots in the comments. There will always Absolutely. be that. So I just like to be some kind of voice of reason if I can in the comments. Also, like when people try to make correlations, which, like, the Brindamore thing, like, that had nothing to do with politics. That had nothing yeah. to do with politics. He, he, he said something, he got fined by his employer, technically, right? He said something against his employer, he got fined by his employer. It had nothing to do with politics. But people in the comments, oh, of course, always making it about politics. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I understand you wanting to comment that, but, like, save it for another post. Like, yeah. I just feel like some people need to be put in their place a little bit, but I also find that it's tough. It's tough to figure out who is there just fishing for attention and who is there like with the decent chirps, right? That yeah. uh, there's always a yeah. back and forth. I always find the guys that, like keep coming back at me, keep coming back at me. Keep, like, dude, like you, you clearly just want me to talk to you now. And yep. like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I have to go be with my family. Okay. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I get excited when I'm scrolling down Instagram and then like a TSN post pops up and you know how you can only see like a few comments right below before you expand. I see one that says like M Rob. And then I see like a chirp back at someone. I'm like, yeah. all right, let's dive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I just go and look at this. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. And he's putting his place next. And it just, yeah, it's, it's a fun trip to go down. Reddit and Twitter are a lot more fun in the comment sections. But like Instagram and Facebook and even YouTube is where like the nasty stuff. Really, the nasty stuff is everywhere. But I feel like it's nastier on there. And that's where I've seen Marissa become the real warrior yeah. and take out some of these people in the comments. I know, like, I get it. We're, we shouldn't engage with trolls. Like, I, I I, do understand that I do need to take a step back a little bit. Even Daniel, like, DD sent me, like, my birthday, <laughs> sent me a DM being like, happy birthday, I'm Rob. I hope you don't spend your whole day in the comments section. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know, just because I've become, like, I've been labeled that person now. But, like, I can't, sometimes you just can't help it because I do enjoy a good fight. I mean, I am Italian. I like, like, I just grew up fighting with family. Like, that's how we show love. Um, so it's my way of showing love <laughs> in the comments. Like you need to know you're being an idiot. Okay. And here's why. <laughs> and you always do it. So like not elegantly, but like straightforward to the point, but you're not being an asshole about it, which is really fun. Cause I can only imagine how frustrating it is for the other person when all that other person probably wants is for you to be like, Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Sure. Well, they, I just feel like when you attack people, like they're never going to change their mind. Mm-hmm. Right. So all I can do is try to reason with someone and try to get them to, it's good to ask questions back to like, well, why, like, why would you think that? Or yeah. like what made you get to that point in this conversation? It doesn't make any sense to me. I know there's a lot of posturing. There's a lot of like semantics involved. I always love the line of like in Seinfeld, you know, when Elaine is trying to get her new phone number and she's trying to, uh, 
barter with the <laughs> with the phone company guy. Get and the, the cool area code. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the phone company guy is just like, listen, I've had some experience with semantics, so don't try to lure me into a maze of circular logic. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, like oh, that's listen, semantics. I, I'm not down for it. <laughs> Um, before we dive mm -hmm. into the end, I want to kind of prepare you for the ending here. I know how you messaged me last night. You're like, do I need to prepare for anything? I wasn't yeah. about to spoil the last segment of the show and be like, yeah, we do rapid fire and we're just going to ask you a bunch oh, of questions. But uh, just, just prepare for that. I think Nick and Christian have a couple more questions for you. I do have one more before we dive into that too. What is the most bizarre job offer you've ever received? <laughs> I feel like there has to be one. Well, so you get interesting uh, requests for like Instagram posts. So just, mm. I didn't, they're super, I, uh, they're super sweet. They just sent, I just had to respond, respond back being like, thank you so much for reaching out. I'm just not going to post anything like this on my, on my, <laughs> on my page at oh, this God. time. Um, it was just like, it was feminine, uh, feminine products for uh, female enjoyment. Ah, okay. Oh, I thought it was going to be fit tea or something, but yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Female enjoyment products. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm all just right. going to pretend that Wish reached out to Marissa based on all their <laughs> weird ads that they put all over <laughs> <Yeah>. Facebook. <laughs> it wasn't them. They were like super reputable. Like I, I was, their Instagram was great. Like I just didn't, uh, I don't know. I, I, just, I it's not my scene. It's not my scene. And like, I, was, I also had to think of like, you know, like my mother follows me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was thinking more so like, hey, TSN, you guys mind if I post this? But then like, yeah, my family is all over Instagram and they're going to see this. <laughs> well, yeah, because I do send, like I don't just post anything without, like I still go through TSN just like, hey, just letting you know this is, these people reached out, like just like as a, as a hey, check this out. Um, so I sent it to the brand partnership guy. I'm just like, I'm like, so <laughs> I just <laughs> And I put them in the most uncomfortable situation ever because it's like they also have to be like above board and they can't make any comment here or there. So he's like, did you want to do something? <laughs> 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 so like, the perfect response, exactly what I wanted. I just wanted to make him uncomfortable for a second. Oh. <laughs> Are we ready for the rapid fire or you got anything else, guys, that we can deep oh, dive into? Oh, well, yeah. No, this can be all rap rapid fire, I think. Yeah. All right. So rapid fire... You can expand as much as you want on it or as little as you want on it. It is all questions from all different corners of the world here. Alrighty, yes. the first one is if you had to give up sports or esports, what would you give up? That's oh, rude. man. That's so rude. Yeah, I know. Dude, my, I was so excited hard. to ask you this. I was messing with <laughs> the guys last night. I was like, I have a rapid fire question really ready. And I was like, I don't know if there's a right answer. Um, okay, well, my, I feel like you should never you should never turn your back on the the scene that has given you life and and because mm -hmm. of that i would not turn my back on esports nice okay yeah nice christian nick well i'm uh, gonna fire mine off all at once here so you guys go do ahead you have like a big board. list ready <laughs> I've, got like, I've got like five here okay but they're not they're not they're not hard like yours they're they're right, good I'll, rapid fire quick fun ones oh, not that yours sorry. wasn't good it's a fun one. It's not a stressful one. Okay, here's here's a layup then. Uh, what are you watching on Netflix right now or any streaming service? Um, I have been going back and forth. I'm always like, like office at night. Like I'll always put it on before I go to bed or like Bob's Burgers or uh, just anything like that. It's kind of like just good background noise. 
Um, I got into Shit's Creek recently, which I didn't think I would get into because I just thought like previews and I was like, oh, this is like another Canadian. I don't know if I get into it. It was, it's actually really good. So shout out to, to Canadian production, okay? Yeah, Shit's Creek is, is funny. I'm yet to watch Shit's yeah. Creek. Office, I agree with. I have that on like every day, even when I'm working. It's just on a different monitor in the background. Then I like, like a couple days ago, I was working and all I heard was I declare bankruptcy at the top of Michael's lungs. I was like, what the (laughs) hell is going on right now? I was like, oh, okay. Um, Yeah, always that kind of stuff. But yeah, shout out to Canadian Productions. Also, Kim's Convenience. Good shows. Kim's Convenience is good. I like Kim's Convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What are you listening to right now? Like, what music? Um, uh, new Taylor Swift album. Okay, it's phenomenal. Mad as well. <laughs> it's so it's good. good. And uh, it's so surprising. Like she just came out of nowhere with this. I'm like, okay, girl, I feel you. I'm into this. Like yep. new skate. I love anything I can skate to. Like a good cruising music. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Also Mac Miller's new album as well. Um, that was kind of like my quarantine. People were like, are you okay? That album's really depressing. I'm like, well, you don't have to look at it like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> just look at it as like a celebration. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, um, Scratch Bastard is like an amazing Toronto DJ. He does like lives. Um, I kind of posted on my Instagram story too, but he's like so great at his job. Uh, he's a good Instagram follow too, so he'll do like uh, Instagram lives or it'll be on Twitch too. So yeah, anything nice. you can bop too. I find like the Twitch music section is like a sneaky Canada's America's Got Talent. And it is so cool because some people have like perfect pitch and they'll just look at chat and be like, all right, you want me to play that? And they'll just go, I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? So I've had that on like while I'm working too. And it's just, it's, Matt's uh, just it's crying crazy. in the background while he's watching Twitch. <laughs> only when I listen to Taylor Swift and Bonnie Bear I just, on that song. Oh, okay. I just want to point out here how last week Matt tried to get oh, Brandon shit. Montour to say that he's a huge Taylor Swift fan and has been crushing yeah. the album. Brandon had no idea it was out. I said, Matt's the one who's been crushing it. Matt denied it. And here he is a week later yeah. saying that's his go-to album. Flip-flop Matt, of course. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I will roll back the tape. I'll do like a little flashback here. I didn't say I wasn't listening to it. <laughs> I said I wasn't crushing it at the time. Now I'm crushing it. I hate, somebody got really mad at me because I posted about uh, Taylor Swift in my, because I have her album on, like, listen, we respect Taylor Swift in this house, because we do. Everyone in this house, husband included, respects Taylor Swift. So, um, because of that, somebody got really mad saying, how could, how could you like something like this? I'm like, dude, she's actually, like, really good at her job. She, I had to explain how she does actually write her own song. She, she earned the money that she has right now. Just because you're a Kanye fan does not mean that you don't oh have to God. like Taylor Swift. You can like both of those things. They don't have to be mutually exclusive, but yeah. I feel like I know this person, Marissa. No, it's not Eric. I swear to God, it's not Eric. I, I am oh, it's definitely Eric. Come on. As soon as you said Kanye, it's definitely like, Eric. who's got Kanye on repeat all day long? I know. Yeah. And then he's always defending it now. He's like, listen, I don't like him as a person. I just like his music because of everything that's going on. Oh my God. That's exactly what I say. That's so embarrassing. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, old Kanye fine, old Kanye fine, but like his new stuff, come on, like let's do. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty trash. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Nicholas, we got to let Christian do his five for last. Nick, okay. do you have any? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm just gonna fire mine off. Wait, 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 no, we, leave leave yours for last, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, you I'll go, and then I'll yeah. go. I'll do mine. Uh, your favorite <laughs> meal that your Nona makes is. I oh my know. god. Oh, that's god. a good one. Uh, that's so tough because oh no, I don't I don't know what she sees this. <laughs> okay, give me like just think of a few and then you can sprinkle those in there. Basically, what would you ask for on your birthday from your Nona? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, 
uh, okay, so my nana in Toronto makes this really great pasta al forno, where it's just like whatever pasta she throws it in. It's like lasagna, but just with pasta, really well done. Love it so much. Also, her tiramisu, incredible. Like, I can't even, I can't order it at restaurants because it does not compare to how she does it. So uh, that yeah. for sure. And my nana in Saskatoon does this great, like, mix of, because there's so many Ukrainian people in Saskatoon, she has Ukrainian neighbors and they share recipes. So she, like, puts her own Italian spin on, like, Ukrainian dishes. Like, she does with this cabbage roll minestrone soup. It's amazing. Mm, that so sounds good. delicious. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what video game are you playing right now that you're really into? I feel really, really awful because I fell off of Animal Crossing. I need to get back into Animal Crossing because- Most people though, they've kind of left their villager just, you know, to rot, <laughs> <No>. so. <laughs> it's, not right. it's not right. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Um, yeah. I just got Paper Mario. I just got the new Paper Mario. Oh, nice. So, um, nice. Yeah, heavy on the Switch this COVID season. Heavy Switch yeah. COVID season. I'm gonna How's the hand? You, you have just, you have the handheld Switch, right? I do have a Switch Lite. My husband has the original. Look, we still have Switch Fruit. We have our own. <laughs> we have two of everything. Right, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So um, able to, it's so crazy. Like uh, you can play the, I don't know if you guys tried this Ring Fit Adventure. It's wild. Like yes. you, actually, you actually get let go and so you can like still be home oh, playing yeah. video games. I'm just, it's my way of pushing video games on people that think you can't be active with video games. Oh man, that, that Ring Fit too, like it was sold out for like, a year yeah. especially when like quarantine started like nobody could get it like people were selling it from china for like 200 300 dollars yeah. i'm still yeah. trying to find a nintendo switch over here you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can get the light though like, lights are available i know people you don't want it because you can't plug it into your tv but like who cares yeah I, that's that was the main reason why i wanted the main one instead of the of the light because yeah the lights are i i find them online too the lights but i kind of want the the go-to tv <laughs> Whatever. Play video games from bed. It's the best. It is. It's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. The best. Or play them while you're at work and just look yeah. down. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what me and Matt do sometimes. But don't you're going to get anybody. inspired. I've been on this job for two weeks and I'm already we're playing inspired. War we're playing Warzone. No, I'm just kidding. Or are we? Wait, no, wait, we sorry. might not be kidding. On a training shift, Nick going, can we play games? And I go, okay. And then we lose. <laughs> it's okay. None of our coworkers listen. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with Animal Crossing is that you can do that while you're on a Zoom meeting. Like, you literally can't just meet yourself. I, I mean, yeah. Christian, Christian is aware. I've done it before. <laughs> In a part of meeting. I've never met, like, Corwin's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just checked my turnip prices. It was important. Oh, yeah, those turnips. Uh, uh, last, last one for me. Uh, what are you more excited for in the fall, PlayStation or Xbox? I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I'm, I'm trying not to make this a console war thing anymore. Like, you guys, it doesn't have to be a console war. You can like everything. It's like, how do you nope. have money for things you don't actually? You do have to choose one. It's um, true. I, I I'm, just, I'm starting my OnlyFans tomorrow so I can get both. You know, so. <laughs> Same with, same with Eric. Hit Eric up. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've seen a couple of different devs do interviews yeah. about their experiences with both, and I find that they are more favorable toward the Xbox. Um, so, I mean, I get. I guess I would go Xbox. I'm gonna, but let's be honest. I'm gonna get both. So, yep. right. Not yeah. to like, not to completely flex, but like, I'm definitely gonna. <laughs> No, it's fine. It, it always yeah. happens where I just like I buy one. I'll always buy the Xbox first, and then like two weeks later, I'm like, oh, MLB the show. Shit. All right, I gotta yeah. buy a PlayStation. I've, I've never owned a PlayStation oh, in my life. I've never owned an Xbox myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Never yeah. a Halo guy. Never. Yeah. I never owned Halo. I'm not a shooting game guy. I'm a sports game. <laughs> sorry. <guy>. I'm sorry. <laughs> PlayStation for life. Shoddy snipers on Halo was like the OG shit, and it was so much fun. And then just the public lobbies in Halo, listening to people. That was like when game chat was a thing <laughs> all the time. The greatest. That was my first experience with game chat. I think was watching people freak out over Halo. Amazing. <laughs> You have to play Halo. You have to play the new Halo when it comes out. That's crazy. You guys, come on. Never. We're gonna we're gonna do a four way stream. We're gonna do a four way stream when Halo comes out. So we'll just smoke all of us. Yeah, it'll be really embarrassing. I'm I'm terrible at shooters. I am horrible at it. But like I still think that will be fun. So like in Call of Duty, I'll play gunfight because it's just like two v two. Yeah. Yeah. Where I get super panicked when I'm online. That's why you never see me play online. Like I'm just I. It's anxiety inducing. I can't deal. You want a good battle? Play N64 Goldeneye, knives only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all over it. I'm all over it. Okay, Mine are not just Marissa. Okay. TikTok or Vine? <laughs> TikTok. Um, gelato or Tartufo? Oh, gelato. Uh, tiramisu or cannolis? <laughs> tiramisu. Uh, limoncello or grappa? Yeah, I'm gonna say cannolis are overrated. Sorry, go ahead. Which Whoa, one are cannolis overrated? <laughs> it, no, it, it's true though. You have to you have to get a properly made like good cannoli because it can be very overrated if not made properly. I've gone to these best places, whatever. Okay, like ah, uh, no, they, <laughs> they just make a mess everywhere. What? Like why, you guys? Just eat <laughs> uh, limoncello or grappa? Uh, limoncello. Uh, and um, my last one, my last one is spaghetti or linguine. Ah, <sighs> spaghetti. Here you go, spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> Those were a lot. I told, I, I told you I keep mine simple and and Thanks. light, light, so they're not stressful. <laughs> and not make you choose between sports and esports. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your car- yeah, career's on the like line. How was career <laughs> or career or this type of pasta, this type of pasta? Yeah. I told you I was going to line up the Italian rapid fire. I love <laughs> it. Did. I love it. Well, now, Marissa. Should we, should, we, should we ask Nick questions about like the starches that he enjoys? Yes. <laughs> yes. And and the fish that I enjoy. <laughs> Wait, Nick, rice or potatoes? Oh my, you know what? That is difficult. I'm what? sorry for asking you the PlayStation Xbox because like I can't choose between the round potatoes. The and, round potatoes oh all Oof. day. No, yeah. rice. Rice. No, no, the round potatoes all day. Rice. No, I but like I can't the- even choose between the two. That's like sacrilege. <laughs> I feel like on our next Rank It episode, we're going to rank our favorite starches now. Yes. Well, I would speak it, speak it of all the, the food talk um, and, and Nona's. I brought my girlfriend to my Nona's house and we had lasagna as the appetizer, as the <laughs> nurse is aware. And they, pull, they cleared the plates and they were like, okay, here's your plate for the next food. And she just looked at me and she's like, next food? It's like, yeah, lasagna is an appetizer here and you got yeah. about four more courses coming your way. So <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> and then the, Nana will try to give you everything she has in her fridge as you walk out the door. It's like, no, yeah. like you keep yeah. that too. Okay, you want this? I have cucumber. I'm like, no. yeah. Or if you're not touching something, she's like, I'll make this instead right now. Or like, I'm sorry, it's not good. It's like, no, no. Like I just had eight courses right now on my plate. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's I mean, like we just ate. <laughs> I'll happily like take an invite to one of your guys' known as. There's houses. like tw- 
20 <laughs> pieces of chicken cutlets and there's like three people at the table. It's like, who's eating all this? Oh yeah, I'm not complaining. I love it. My vovo, which is Portuguese grandmother, she always just gives me money in my pocket all the time. So I'm always leaving with like a crisp $100 bill. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm 31. Please stop giving me money. You're retired. I can't. I can't take this. About that, okay? TikTok's about our grandparents or whatever they do really well. So, like, I am free. Yeah, do a yeah Marissa, stuff. your last one crushed. I keep seeing oh it. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't even, like, it doesn't matter what I do. I can, like, put all this effort into whatever it is that I'm doing on a TikTok. No, it doesn't matter. The second I post my grandparents, it's like, okay, that's yeah. what you want. Okay, fine. <laughs> Yeah. So grandparents are the key to TikTok is they're what I'm hearing? Key. Yeah, they're it. Wait, one more question then. How long does it take to actually like do a TikTok dance? Because my God, that seems like incredibly hard. Like, oh, yeah, and then like halfway through, you feel like an idiot. Like you, you feel like an idiot while you're like, like, why am I doing this? Like I, I feel so stupid as I'm learning it, and like you're saying, <laughs> like, and then an hour passes, like you could have been doing something else with your life, but you're like, I don't know. You look pretty good doing it. Like it looks like I, you got all the moves down. Pretty like you got like the like, face, like your a little angry face doing it too. Like <laughs> oh my gosh, thanks so much for paying attention. Uh, I appreciate that. But I. Guess, like, <laughs> Before I went to journalism school, I was actually, like, I was a dancer for a long time. I went to Ryerson for their theater dance program. Like, I was heavy into the competitive wow. dance scene. So I left that all behind just because, you know, dancing is a really hard life. And I had an injury. It was just a whole thing. So this is, like, a little window back in. But they're all just, like, arm moves and, like, yeah. <laughs> hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Nice, but, Matt. You should thank you. Yeah, Matt, that's what I mean. If, but I love that too on TikTok where people are doing dances, but they're also listing information about things. So, like, mm -hmm. they know people will leave if you don't entertain in some way. So, yeah. that's also a ticket in. If you guys want to put out like stats or something, get Matt to do a TikTok dance. I'm writing this all down. Uh, yes. The day, I don't think <laughs> the day will come where I do a TikTok dance. Uh, listen, you got it. It's recorded now. Play this You're right. Up. Yep. <laughs> the views. <laughs> well, Marissa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. I've we've worked together. We're friends. Uh, you've worked with these knuckleheads too, and like yeah. we've we wanted you on the podcast. We made a list, and we're like, yep, yep, Marissa, let's go. Uh, but thank you so much for giving us an insight into the world of esports, your career, how you got to where you are, and what kind of starts you like. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, no problem, you guys. Anytime. Thanks so much for having me. This Thank has been the Coast to Coast podcast. We'll catch you guys next time.
Yeah.